When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The following is a presentation of the Southern Miss Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. On the Southern Miss Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, this is Golden Eagle Hotline. Golden Eagle Hotline is presented by Walk-Ons of Hattiesburg. Now, here's the voice of the Golden Eagles, John Cox. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Golden Eagle Hotline, our weekly visit inside the Southern Miss Athletic Program. And uh, got a good show for you scheduled. Uh, we'll visit here in just a couple of minutes with our director of athletics, Jerry, Jeremy McLean. Uh, we'll spend some time with uh, Tim Billings, who's the interim head coach here for football at Southern Miss. And the final segment of our show today, we'll visit with uh, Akeem Davis, the running backs coach for the uh, Golden Eagles. So good show for you here uh, tonight on the Golden Eagle hotline. The Golden Eagles are getting uh, ready to return to action on the football field this Saturday afternoon. A, another home ball game. They'll play North Alabama, the Lions of North Alabama, and the Golden Eagles a 2 o'clock ball game on a Saturday at the Rock. So I uh, had a really beautiful day to play football on Saturday as the Golden Eagles uh, took on the uh, Rice Owls in a Conference USA uh, matchup. Supposed to be an outstanding weather again this weekend for the Golden Eagles and North Alabama. So uh, I hope to have you uh, enjoy the show and uh, let's get started with Jeremy McLean, our director of athletics. And Jeremy, uh, it was a great day. I thought we had a great atmosphere in the the Rock on uh, Saturday. Unfortunately, it didn't turn out the way we wanted it to, but uh, looked like everything went well on Saturday for the Golden Eagles and the uh, uh, fans and everybody that was there. Yeah, John, I think it was uh, as you said, a beautiful day, gorgeous day for football, fall and. In Mississippi, that uh, that, is, that is a perfect day. Um, you know, unfortunately, it didn't go our way on the field. And, um, but from an operational standpoint, you know, I think uh, our folks did a great job. And we continue to improve there. And I think it was a great environment, great atmosphere. And appreciate everyone who, who showed up here to cheer our guys on. And, uh, you know, we encourage you guys to continue to do that. And it's, uh, we're very thankful for it. And, and, and uh, not, it doesn't go unnoticed. So we're very appreciative. North Alabama is coming to town uh, this weekend. Give us a little uh, background about how that uh, game came about. And it came, I guess, right there uh, during the summer when everybody was canceling some games and postponing some games, and you were able to pick up North Alabama. How did that come about? Yeah, um, 
you know, as everyone knows, we we kind of went through that in, in, in August, uh, you know, from July and August, a lot of games uh, being canceled and shifted and conferences not playing. And you had some FCS conferences that, uh, you know, we, we started with Jackson State, then we went to Tennessee uh, Tech and, and then uh, and then to uh, to North Alabama. And so, you know, it was just a process of, of uh, continuing to stay on the phones now. Uh, the athletic director, Mark Linder, at North Alabama, and I have known each other for a long time. Uh, when I was the athletic director at Delta State, uh, we were obviously in the same conference. And so we've stayed in touch over the years. And I knew they were going to try to play a few games. And, and we, we normally play our FCS games early in the year. But this was a situation where we had about a week uh, later. And we wanted to try to work through some of the challenges early in the year from a, a so felt like playing this FCA, FCS game a little later in the year made a lot of sense. And, and so that's kind of how it developed. And, um, again, they're only playing a few games this fall, and then they'll play, they'll play more this spring. So uh, just kind of lined up well, and the dates made sense. And so I'm um, fortunate to, to get them on the schedule and look forward to having them here in Hattiesburg. They've got a great uh, football history, and they're, they're in the process, I guess, of that transitional period to become an FCS school, right? Yeah, they are, and, and uh, don't let that fool you. Um, they are, they're going to be, uh, talented and they've, like you said, they have a great program and, uh, you know, they, they've always been one of, one of the better division two programs in the, in the country. And, um, you know, uh, I would say a division two program playing with division one talent most years. And, um, so that they have, uh, done a, done a good job during the transition. And, um, I think we'll be, uh, well, obviously, like I said, we'll come in here with a very talented group on Saturday. Jeremy, there have been a number of games uh, within Conference USA, conference games that have been postponed. I don't think any have been canceled yet. When, when, At what point does the conference then have to decide if, if some or all of those are, are going to be made up, or, or are they going to try to have every one of them made up? I think uh, we'll make up as many as we can, John. I think, obviously, you get to a point where sometimes you can't. You know, we've had some of our institutions uh, have more, more games postponed than others. And so I think soon we will see um, some finality to, hey, what games are going to be played and which ones aren't. And we're trying to work through that right now as a conference. And I'm hopeful in the next week or so that we'll be able to say, hey, here's what we're doing. You know, when we get into early December, this is what it looks like for our, our program. And uh, so I'm hopeful. We had a lot of conversation about it last week or so. Hopeful we're getting to the finish line. We'll be able to make an announcement soon. Jeremy, of course, uh, this pandemic and uh, the, the small crowds and things like that affect uh, just everybody. But uh, on campus, uh, our pride, our band, has been at the last uh, couple of ball games and done an amazing job. Uh, you know, I was sitting there listening as the game was going on Saturday. Uh, it almost felt like a full house because the pride was going, the band had it going, and uh, they've done a great job coming yeah, back too. They've been fantastic and, and, and very thankful for them, and I appreciate you bringing that up, John. They're, they're, they're such a great group and obviously very, very talented, but just you know willing to – to adjust just like the rest of us and and obviously we needed to put them upstairs this year and uh you know they didn't they didn't flinch they 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 jumped right on it and turned it into a great opportunity and i've I've been impressed with how it sounded and felt with them playing up up uh, in the upper deck and uh they've done a a great job of of taking advantage of that and making the best of it so very very thankful for them and our fans another i thought a good turnout on uh, saturday again we had a beautiful day to play but a good crowd turnout and uh, they made a lot of noise they made it uh made it kind of fun to be back in the rock there listening to the crowd the band everything going on they did and you know you know some third downs and some things especially uh kind of middle of the game there where you know we we needed some we needed to make some plays i thought they really got into it and tried to help our guys and again it doesn't go unnoticed i'm i'm very appreciative i know our 
our staff and our players are as well. And, and you know, just hopefully we can uh, we can continue to do that and and give them uh, even more to cheer about as we move forward. Hi, we're talking to our director of athletics, Jeremy McLean, as the Golden Eagles are beginning their preparations to take on North Alabama this Saturday afternoon at the Rock. More to go with Jeremy. We'll talk some basketball with uh, Jeremy. Basketball is only about three weeks away here at the University of Southern Mississippi. So more with our director of athletics, Jeremy McLean, right after these breaks. Back in a moment, this is the Golden Eagle Hotline from Learfield IMG College. There is something for everyone at Canebrake Country Club in Hattiesburg. Canebrake offers an 18-hole private golf course, a 24-hour fitness facility, a junior Olympic-sized swimming pool, and year-round social and dining events sure to please every member of the family, including the new Canebrake restaurant and bar overlooking the 18th green. For more information on membership or hosting your next big event, visit CanebrakeCountryClub.com or call 601-271-20. Highlighting Southern Miss football, this is Golden Eagle Hotline. Now back to John Cox. And we're back here on the Golden Eagle Hotline, our weekly visit inside the Southern Miss Athletic Program. The Golden Eagle football team back home again this week to take on North Alabama. We're visiting with our director of athletics, Jeremy McLean. And, uh, Jeremy, uh, I'm sure when you're, you're sitting in your desk, which isn't far away from us, just out that, that door there, uh, when you come in in the morning, uh, there's probably times you feel like, hey, we finally got things out of control and or under control. And then, uh, you know, an hour later, you're, you're running all over the place because it, uh, it's, it's never ending, isn't it? It is. It's been that kind of year, John. And, and uh, you know, and I, and I told you know, we had a conversation with the players um, a, a week or so ago and we just talked about being consistent. And that's what, you know, I told them I can offer them. And what I'm going to try to do every day is that, you know, no matter what the challenge is, we just got to stay focused and, and so for me, that's a, you know, I have to remind myself every day that's what we have to do. And, you know, it's, uh, there have been some things this year that have happened that are, are just out of all of our control. And uh, from a pandemic standpoint and, you know, some coaching changes that um, we just, you know, there were just things that uh, we have to deal with. And so uh, that's what we're going to do. And, and I'm going to focus on what's in front of us. And that's a great opportunity and uh, plan on taking full advantage of, of the opportunity to, elevate our program and and uh you know they're they're much much better days ahead well it was a time where you only had to worry about football but now we're getting <laughs> to that time where uh, men's and women's basketball are about three weeks away uh, from uh, starting and uh, some other sports that are are going on uh, talk basketball a little bit I, I mean you know we saw this in football we knew what the starting date was but even two or three weeks out you still weren't sure if that was going to happen i would think the same with basketball the the schedules are sort of set but you know, you don't know what's going to happen here in the next few yeah, weeks. Sa- same situation, John, from the standpoint of just a, you know, a long, long list of questions and, and, and just not as many answers yet as we would like. And, and some of those, and it's not, that's not anyone's fault. It's a matter of, uh, as we adjusted with football, I think we're going to see the same thing with basketball. We're going to get into this and we're going to figure out that this doesn't work as well as we wanted it to, or, um, you know, we need to make an adjustment here or there. And we're still, as a league, talking through what's the best you know, what's the best uh, schedule? What's the best uh, situation for us to, you know, uh, be successful from a health and safety standpoint? What gives us the best chance to play the, the, the most number of games? And, and so uh, I think all those things that, um, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to work through and it's, uh, 
it's going to be right up until opening tip and and beyond probably that we're making adjustments and and that could be anything from travel with uh, the way you present the games at the various arenas and things like that i mean there's there may be even more moving parts in basketball than there were in football yeah i think so just because of you know with football you're dealing with things on your campus until you leave on friday when it comes to travel um, and then you're getting on a charter and you're and you're going to your 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 destination going to the hotel in basketball most of us don't charter and uh, we're talking about commercial flights or our lengthy bus trips and um you know so just trying to, and then you, you know playing multiple games during the week and not just playing one game on saturday all those things uh, just add additional layers of, of challenges from the standpoint of, of staying safe and and uh we just, uh, like, as I said, we've got no choice but to work through it and do the best we can. And it's going to look and feel a little different. Um, but we're going to get a chance to play basketball, and, and uh, I'm excited about that. And you, you mentioned uh, there's some schools within Conference USA that uh, are fortunate enough in the past to, to charter, but the economic impact of this pandemic may even cause some of those teams not to be able to do that anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right. I think there will people have had to make adjustments, obviously, and and uh, you know I think that's probably one of the things you'll see is is uh, fewer fewer charters and more bus trips and commercial flights, and so. You know, we're looking at some of our trips that we might fly that are on the fringe, just just uh, taking buses instead, just to make it easier on all of us. And and uh, so I think I think everybody's going to have to evaluate that. Jeremy, real quick, North Alabama again. What can our fans look forward to on uh, on Saturday when North Alabama comes to town? Well, here's what I look forward to, John. I'll tell you. You know, we've got a great opportunity to to get back out on on the football field here at the Rock and and uh, continue to try to get better every week. And and we've had some challenges, obviously, but. Uh, I think Saturday is again another great chance for us to 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 get to where we need to and and uh, continue to improve weekly and and our our staff and our student athletes are working hard to do just that and uh, we got a lot of opportunities in front of us but it starts this week and uh, going to be another beautiful day and uh, again look forward to a great crowd here at the Rock supporting these student athletes and. Uh, getting to a point where, uh, like I said, uh, back in the win column where we want to be. All right, Jeremy, thanks as always for our weekly uh, visit. Keep up the good work, and uh, we'll see you on Saturday at the Rock. Thanks, John. Jeremy McLean, our Director of Athletics here at uh, Southern Miss, talking Golden Eagle Athletics in a minute. We'll sit down with uh, Golden Eagle football coach Tim Billings. Tim will join us here on the Golden Eagle Hotline right after this. You're listening to the Golden Eagle Hotline from Learfield IMG College. New season. Redefined purpose to the top. 15, 10, 5. Abraham's going to score a touchdown, Southern Miss. Mike's loose at the 40. Forget it. Nobody going to catch that guy. That's a touchdown, Southern Miss. This Saturday, the Golden Eagles will host North Alabama at The Rock. Our exclusive pregame coverage starts at 12.30 p.m. On your home for Golden Eagle football, the Southern Miss Sports Network. Southern Miss football. This is Golden Eagle Hotline. Now back to John Cox. And we are back here on the Golden Eagle Hotline, our weekly look inside the athletic program here at the University of Southern Mississippi. And uh, it's going to 
be our time now to visit with our head football coach, Tim Billings. Uh, Tim, uh, nice enough to stop by. He's going to be with us here for a while. We'll talk about uh, all things Golden Eagle football as the Golden Eagles get ready to take on North Alabama uh, this weekend at the Rock. Back-to-back home games for the uh, the Golden Eagles. It seemed like we hadn't played a home game in a long time now. Back-to-back home games at the Rock. And uh, Tim, uh, of course, last week, I guess we did the show last week, we're, we're sitting here with Coach Walden. We find out later in the day Coach Walden is uh, is leaving to go to Austin P. And uh, all of a sudden, you're the head coach again. So you've had uh, you probably had more roles on this football staff this year than uh, than just about anybody. You're, well, you're correct. I went from <laughs> defensive coordinator to tight end coach to nickel coach to interim head coach to firing myself to. <laughs> I didn't have time to become another coach before I came to the head coach. So uh, here we are. This has been a, a crazy year. We had the pandemic, and we've had some crazy things happen at Southern Miss. I'm going to guess you've never really been around anything quite like what's happened the last couple of months. Well, you know, I've only been doing this for 42 years, <laughs> so uh, no, there's nothing. There's never been anything like this year. It's uh, uh, it's it's a very very interesting year. I, hopefully. It, there will be, never be another one like it, hopefully, at least not in my lifetime. Tim, it's uh, it, it, this the pandemic, uh, I think people forget about this, and it, it affected some probably more than others. I would think teams that had a lot of veterans coming back, had guys that have been through a lot of things, maybe could adjust to it better. At, at Southern Miss, we had a lot of new players that came in, particularly on the defensive side of the football. No spring practice, very limited preseason workouts. I'm, I'm going to guess that's affected not only the Golden Eagles, but a lot of people who have been in that kind of situation. There's no doubt, and especially you know for us defensively, uh, you know we we felt like we had a good defense coming back, and we had uh, you know two of our starters in the secondary opt out. Uh, one of those probably an all conference player. We had uh, uh, three defensive linemen opt out. One of them was an all conference player, or maybe maybe an all American, and then of course we had a linebacker that opted out that is been a starter since a freshman he was a freshman all-american and, and so you take those guys and you add a bunch of young guys uh that uh, and we brought some junior college kids and you don't have spring ball with them and you bring them in uh it it makes a very different different democratic than uh than what you thought and uh and know uh and being involved with junior college kids my career, especially like in defensive back and places like that, it usually takes six to seven games before they really understand the system, especially our system. It's, you know, uh, our system here is we're not just line up and play the same defense every every snap. As you've seen, we, we move around. We, we, we're we very extensive on all the stuff we do defensively. And it's taken them a while to learn our system, and they're still learning our system. And um, so – Hopefully they're getting closer, and uh, hopefully I feel like you know, I said after the game I think we're starting to do a few things on defense that uh, will help us get to where we've been in the past. Obviously we still got a long way to go. You know we've been so well, you know so good on defense, but. Uh, I've at least seen some improvement the last couple of weeks, and hopefully we can keep doing that. You know, no matter what side of the ball it is, you're right when the the, the numbers are kind of down, and because you, like you said, you guys got have opted out and this and that, and so uh, the depth on a football team is not quite maybe what it's been like the last couple of years. At least experience depth on a football team. There's no doubt, you know, and just with the depth and everything that's happened, as far as injuries and COVID and opt outs. 
No, this is the first time we, you know, we're in practice and we don't have a scout team to go against. You know, we're having to go offensive emphasis one period and take a bunch of our second teamers and go over and help the offense while we try to do a few things defensively and then vice versa. They take some of their second team offensive players and for us to have a scout team and it's just so less inefficient than what I'm used to. And I just think as you watch college football this year, you see you see that you see it by the scores. I've never seen as many high scoring football games. You know, ninety five percent of the games you better score nearly forty points to win. And even in the SEC, you know, it used to be twenty to fourteen. You're seeing incredible scores, and so it's really the change of the game and this, what's happened this year is causing a lot of that. And, and a lot of kids, a lot of players are, are having to play who probably in the past would not have played. They'd have been redshirted this year or maybe they'd played their three or four games and got their red shirt. So that's kind of changed the game around a little bit. It really has. And then even, you know, special teams with the limited amount of players, you know, we're, you know, we're the guys that, Usually we'd just be playing special teams or playing for us now. And so we've, you know, uh, you see a difference in special teams this year. Just when you lose your depth, it, it really changes the, your whole concept on everything for us. Offense, defense, practice, special teams, and and um, it's made a different football game this year. All right, we're visiting uh, with Tim Billings. He's the head football coach for the uh, Golden Eagles. The Eagles getting ready to begin their preparations for North Alabama. That's a game on uh, Saturday afternoon, 2 o'clock at uh, The Rock. More to go with Tim. we got some questions that you folks have uh, emailed in. Uh, we'll ask those to uh, Coach Billings and talk more about the Golden Eagles and North Alabama coming up on Saturday at The Rock. Back in a moment, this is the Golden Eagle Hotline, the Golden Eagle Hotline from Learfield IMG College. It's back, the return of the prestigious Learfield IMG College Director's Cup, honoring college sports excellence across all competitive divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow along with L Director's Cup on Twitter or online to see which schools will be taking home a first-place trophy in June for their season-long success. Learfield IMG College Director's Cup, a premier institutional award jointly launched in 1993 by USA Today and NACTA. Highlighting Southern Miss football. This is Golden Eagle Hotline. Now back to John Cox. And welcome back, everybody, to the Golden Eagle Hotline. Spending some time visiting with Tim Billings, the uh, head football coach here at Southern Miss. The Golden Eagles uh, back on the practice field this evening as they are getting ready for North Alabama. That's a 2 o'clock ball game on uh, Saturday here at uh, The Rock as the Golden Eagles will take on North Alabama. Should be a good one. Could be good weather again. Beautiful day this past Saturday. Should be another good one this Saturday at The Rock for the Golden Eagles and North Alabama. Well, we always invite you to email some questions in and we've got a, a couple that have been in, sent in for it. Tim, Tim, here's one uh, that uh, this is uh, from uh, USM Voice on Twitter who wants to know, he says, our running game has gotten stronger, it seems, since the opening week. When Tate Watley can come back, do you see the Eagles maybe doing more uh, run pass option type stuff, bootleg type stuff, or, or what do you think about that? Well, you know, t- Tate uh, gives us a lot of uh, 
different options. Uh, he's he's really savvy about uh, running the running the football, and you know it's as a defensive coach, uh, it's a lot harder to prepare and for eleven than it is ten. And so when you have a running quarterback, you know it changes your philosophy and and your defenses. And so uh, he gives us a lot of options, and and you know you know. They say, well, he's a running quarterback. Tate can throw the ball pretty well, too, as he showed against Liberty. I mean, he's, he's a good th- thrower of the football, and he puts a lot, he puts a lot of pressure on the defense because of his feet, and uh, he does a good job moving around the pocket, and he extends plays, and he, and he extends time where receivers have the opportunity to get open. So, um, you know, we're excited about him coming back. We need two quarterbacks, you know, and the, we need three quarterbacks, <laughs> as you know, this year, and – and so, um, you know, we're, we're, we're excited about him uh, coming back, and we hope he gets, we get him back soon. Speaking of quarterbacks, here's an email question from Brian uh, down in Gulfport. He wants to know, uh, talking about Trey Lowe, that's the other guy you're talking about, the third quarterback on the Golden Eagle Ball Club. How much football, he wants to know, has Trey Lowe really played from his uh, West Virginia depth chart experience to, to kind of being uh, between schools during the pandemic, he really hadn't played a lot of football in his college career. No, he played probably the most he's ever played Saturday. And uh, uh, and it's kind of, again, everybody says, well, are you pre- is he prepared and ready to go? And uh, just the situation, like I, I said, we uh, Jack goes down with the COVID, and so we gave – Tate extra reps to get him ready for Liberty because he hadn't played in two years, right, basically, right. that you want to. So Trey got very limited reps. And then Tate gets hurt the last play of the game against Liberty, and Jack's been out. And so Jack's rusty. You know, he's been out. So last week, getting ready for Rice, we have to give Jack extra reps to, to get him ready to go. And Trey gets limited reps again. And all of a sudden, you know, He's out there in the football game with limited reps. And so basically what I, I told you, with how we're having to practice now, we don't get as many reps as we have in the past just because we because of our our, uh, our scout teams and have to switch things back and forth because, you, know, you know, we're limited on time for his practice. So that even made his, le- his uh, reps more limited. So we're going to have to give him more reps this week and, and just in case and, uh, you know, uh, you know, the one thing I have seen since he's been here, you know, again, same deal. He didn't get here until we started fall camp. He wasn't here in the spring. He wasn't here in the summer because he had to graduate from West Virginia. So uh, you're a third-string quarterback, and so you're going to get limited reps. And and uh, like I said, Saturday was the most reps he's had. Probably since high school, huh? Since high Probably school, Probably a senior, yeah. senior in high school. Yeah, so, uh, uh, again, we have to get him ready and, and be prepared and uh, – but that was good for him. Uh, would, wouldn't exciting for us to have to put him in there in that situation. But now at least he's got a little expl- play, playing experience, and and we can work him a lot this week and get him ready to go. Thought he did a lot of good things though. Probably not expecting him to play in the ball game, and as you said, very limited uh, experience at this level. Thought he did some good things in there on Saturday. He did, you know. And again, we just uh, we've got to do some things to to make him more comfortable and get him better prepared and. Uh, and I, one thing I know about Trey, he's been up here uh, 
watching film, and he will do the things he needs to prepare himself to get ready to play. Here's another uh, email question. This is uh, from uh, Kenny, who is up in uh, Meridian, wants you to talk, if you would, about some of the guys on the defensive side. Who are some of those young guys or guys that are getting to play really for the first time that have stood out to you on the defensive side? Um, guy that played a lot for us yesterday, uh, Saturday was Mike Pliss. You know, he's a true freshman. He came in. He He's a, a really, really good athlete and uh, uh, very explosive, and he's going to have a great career here. Uh, still, uh, you know, he's he's green as my granddaughter, but uh, he's uh, got a chance to be an excellent football player for us. Uh, Booth is doing a great job for us. He's coming in doing a great job. Um, I'm trying to think of our linebackers. Of course, most of those have played. You know, May, Hayes is, you know, he, he's starting now. And, he, uh, you know, he's played a lot. But uh, he, he had a great game on, on uh, Saturday. And, and then, of course, in the secondary, um, you know, Tyler Barnes has kind of been a uh, backup, playing some. You know, you know, i got to give Tyler a lot of credit, man. You know, Tyler was, was our starting nickel. And where we were at safety, we felt like we had to have him at safety. We had to have three safeties. And so he went from our starting nickel to our backup safety. Of course, he got as many reps as, uh, as Kyle or Malik. But we had to roll those guys around because he's the only guy we had that felt like it was qualified and had been around and smart enough to play safety for us. And so uh, we moved Josh Perry, who, again, transferred into nickel, and he's doing a good job with, you know, uh, Tyreek Moody had been hurt for a couple of weeks, and he's back now. And uh, Malik was back for the first time this week, so it's been a revolving door there. But uh, uh, but Tyler's really he, he's kind of sacrificed for the team and and to help us at safety, and 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 he's he's doing for a guy that's only been there two weeks. You know, uh, he's he's doing a great job for us. That, that's part of what you had to do, though, uh, you know, with, with the, the lack of experience. Thing. You had to kind of have guys at multiple positions so you'd end up with somebody being in a position that had never played before. Yeah, you know, we got uh, uh, J.R. Uh, Jermaine Roberson, a true freshman, got here late, and he was backing up nickel playing a little bit, and then he got COVID, and so he's not out there now. And, and so, again, that's when we had, we had to move guys around, and he's a – great young prospect that thinks he's going to be a really good football player for us and uh, I was excited about him he's just starting to play and now uh, and that was because of tracing so now instead of being out a week you're out two weeks you know which that's another story I, I, we could have talk about if you're sick you're out a week and if you're not sick you're out two weeks so uh I get. I know. I was thinking about. It. I need to get around with somebody that's sick, and that way I can get take me a two week week vacation to Cabo. And uh, but uh, now we got some good young players, and I'm excited about. Them. We got some. We got some good young players on both sides of the ball. That's going to really help. Us. I guess on the good. You mentioned uh, Hayes Maple. Swayze Bozeman was out. He had turf toe. He couldn't play on, yeah. on a Saturday. But we've had a lot of those linebackers that have been out for whatever reason. But oh, we've yeah. seen Hayes Maples get uh, better and better. Santrell Latham's gotten better and better. So oh, the yeah. good side of that, they're getting a lot more snaps than maybe they would have. There's no doubt. Like I said, and and I see what y'all see in ways and uh but just uh, we got six games left hang in there uh guys uh, defensively we're starting to get there and i know that's 
I, I, maybe I'm I'm wishing, but uh, I see some good things, and let's let's hope we get back to that nasty bunch defense. I know those guys over there working hard, and you know we we had so many young guys in the secondary that uh, when I got this job, I, I'm a secondary coach, you know, and I'm like uh, Coach Thomas, who's a really good football coach. He's over there, and and he had the whole secondary, and with a bunch of young guys and and. I've been in that situation before. That's that's nowhere to be because corners and safeties are so different. They're just like t- two totally different positions. Their technique, their reads, everything. And they cover the whole field, and, it, and you can't have one coach do that. So we move some guys around, and now we have more eyes on those DBs, and now we can train them more. And I think down the road – that that's starting to help us, even though we've only been doing that for, for two days before, you know. But well, we would have had three days, but we had a hurricane come that's through. Right. So that's you know, right. it's uh, and then it, it's so funny, you know. We we've had to change. We had to change practice schedule last. last I get the job. We got to change practice schedule again last week because of the hurricane. Then this week we got to change the whole practice schedule again because of the election tomorrow. <laughs> so. The inconsistencies. I say, I always tell. I tell them the only consistent thing this year is the inconsistency. So we're we're working through that. You know, players are routine type kids, and uh, there's been no such thing as routine this year. No question about it. We're visiting uh, with Tim Billings. He's the head coach of the Golden Eagle football team. They're getting ready to play North Alabama on Saturday at the Rock. We'll come back, spend uh, a few more minutes uh, with Tim talking Golden Eagle football when we come back right after this. This is the Golden Eagle Hotline from Learfield IMG College. This is the College Football Rewind. Five, give it six. kick is good. And the Longhorns win. This is what big-time college football is all about. Taking you beyond the box scores to relive the emotions from the Saturday that was in college football. The College Football Rewind. Download on Sunday mornings on Apple Podcasts. Search College Sports Now. Highlighting Southern Miss football. This is Golden Eagle Hotline. Now back to John Cox. And we are back here on the Golden Eagle Hotline. Coming to you, by the way, from the parlor here, the Roland and Teeny Dale Parlor here at the Duff Athletic Center on the campus of the University of Southern Mississippi. And the show normally at uh, Walk-Ons in Hattiesburg, but, of course, uh, we are not able to do the show right now anyway over there at Walk-Ons, so doing it here from campus. But, again, we uh, thank our good friends there at Walk-Ons for all their support of Southern Miss Athletics and thank them for uh, being the presenter of the the Golden Eagle Hotline each week. And we look forward to hopefully sometime in the near future being back over there at Walk-Ons. But go by and see our good friends there at Walk-Ons in Hattiesburg. Tell them thanks for all they do for Southern Miss and Southern Miss Athletics. Thank them for being a sponsor of the Golden Eagle Hotline. We're visiting uh, with uh, Tim Billings, a head football coach for the uh, Golden Eagles, as the Eagles are preparing to get ready for North Alabama. Coming up in our final segment today, we're going to visit with running backs coach Akeem Davis. So that's coming up 
up in uh, just a bit. But the Eagles back on the practice field uh, tonight, getting uh, ready for North Alabama on uh, Saturday. Tim, uh, what are you able to do tonight now you're on the practice field? Uh, normally you'd be off on, on Monday. You go out Sunday night, usually have Monday off. and uh, But as you said, because of the election tomorrow, uh, the players are away tomorrow, so you got to go out tonight. What what do you try to do on a, on a, on a Monday night, which no, I guess would normally be your Tuesday practice? What do you try to do when you're out there tonight? Well, this is one of our, our main practices, and uh, usually uh, uh, on Tuesdays or tonight we'll go over normal down situations, a lot of individual, uh, you know, scaly against each other, and just got, get our basic game plan in. And uh, we'll go uh, three different uh, sections versus scout and two two with good on good so we'll we'll have a good practice uh uh tonight you know we, the the coaches i gotta give them credit can been coming here stay late last night early this morning because you know we usually have this whole day to prepare and so it's cut a little bit so we we got to get everything done and uh so uh you know I, I think we're all ready to go it's uh it's just uh a tuesday on a monday so just you know like it is you just got to get everything done a little bit quicker a little faster and uh and make sure you're prepared, ready to go. North Alabama, the Lions are the opponent on uh, Saturday here at, at the Rock. They've played, I guess, uh, two games over. That's where they played two games they played so two. far this year. Uh, and they've got, as you said, some new faces on their team. They've got some old veterans around, but some new guys. How do you uh, how do you kind of prepare for them, or, or are you more concerned about the Eagles doing things well more so than maybe what the the opponent would present? Well, you know, as a head coach, you got to do both. You know, we're we're really again attempting to um, to to get better. I mean, obviously we have to, and that's the number one goal for us right now. Is it's not going to matter who we're playing if we don't take care of us first and uh you know that's the goal my goal right now the goal of this staff is is keep getting better uh obviously uh defensively and then offensively game planning with the situations with our quarterback and giving the kids the best possible um game plan to give ourselves a chance to be successful and um that's all we can do right now. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, at least defensively, you, you kind of know what the parts are going to be. But offensively, had some key injuries there. It's it's kind of hard early on to come up with a game plan, I guess, when you're not quite sure who's going to be the quarterback and who's going to be doing what on the offensive side of the football. That's true. You know, the one thing is offensively, you know, the the, the running game has got to be consistent. You know, and then with the quarterback, if you, you have a, a running quarterback like Trey, then you can add some, some schemes as far as running the football. But, um, you know, just the good news, if with Jack's healthy, then we got two of them. And, you know, because, you know, if – you know, you start getting situation. You know, at four we're going to go. We're going to go get the toy box and run rummage through there and find <laughs> another one. And uh, but uh, you know, it's uh, a again. I, I've I've told the guys that you know everybody says, oh, all the stuff, all the adversity you've gone through. You know, it's it is what it is. I mean, it's next. It's uh, um, it, you know, adversity is part of this game, and it's how you react to it and. And uh, it's the next day, and guess what? Nobody feels sorry for us or anything like that. we got to play, so well, let's go play. North Alabama, how do they like to play? Are they a team that likes to throw it, run it? What, what do you see as you watch, uh, turn on the video and watch them? Well, offensively, they, they like to throw the football. They'll give you a, um, a lot of uh, 
they they play with we call eleven personnel, one back, one tight end, but they give you a lot of four wide looks and then some empty off that and so they like throwing the football they you know they run it just enough to make sure that uh, you have to prepare for it but they are a true throwing football team and then defensively they're they're uh, a four down front very aggressive very athletic uh, chase the ball well they'll play both man and zone you know that coaching staff they do a great job they've been there for a long time coach willis and those guys are excellent football coaches and you know they get a lot of transfer power five transfers so i mean they got some quality football players and quality athletes and so uh it's going to be a a a great contest it's something that we're going to have to play very very well to uh have an opportunity to win the game and so we got to prepare and be ready to go and it's a team that's got a winning tradition so they they come in expecting to win i mean that's just expected over there there's no doubt you know that's that's what you want to be be a part of and uh, uh they've been successful they they've played uh power five you know power five and division one teams all the time and so it's nothing new for them and so it's like they're not going to come in here at at all at all, you know. So they're they're going to be prepared and ready to play. And they've had three weeks to prepare for us, and we just turn on the film on them today. So uh, that's the difference. And so we we got to get we got to get ready at a quicker rate of speed because they've had a lot more time prepared than we have. Tim, we appreciate it. Always uh, fun to visit with you here and talk Golden Eagle uh, football. Keep up the uh, the good work, and uh, let's go uh, get ready to get a win on Saturday. I appreciate it. It's nice being on at, on the, uh, Golden, uh, the Golden Eagle hot seat. I mean, <laughs> line, the hot line. Okay. All, All, right. All right. All right, Tim. Tim Billings, he's the head coach of the uh, Golden Eagles. Eagles getting ready for North Alabama on Saturday here at the Rock. We'll come back and visit with running back. Coach Akeem Davis. He's our guest next. When we come back right after this, this is the Golden Eagle Hotline from Learfield IMG College. New season. Redefined purpose to the top. 15, 10, 5. Abraham's going to score a touchdown, Southern Miss. Steve Mike's loose at the 40. Forget it. Nobody going to catch that guy. That's a touchdown, Southern Miss. This Saturday, the Golden Eagles will host North Alabama at The Rock. Our exclusive pregame coverage starts at 12.30 p.m. On your home for Golden Eagle football, the Southern Miss Sports Network. Highlighting Southern Miss football. This is Golden Eagle Hotline. Now back to John Cox. And we are back on the Golden Eagle Hotline as we head down the home stretch here on a Monday. The Golden Eagles getting ready to take on North Alabama. And again, the Golden Eagle Hotline brought to you each week by our good friends at Walk-Ons in Hattiesburg. Thanks to those folks for being the sponsor, the presenter of the Golden Eagle Hotline. Now we're looking forward to be back and over there, back over there at Walk-Ons sometime in the near future with the Golden Eagle Hotline. Well, Keem Davis joins us now. He's the running backs coach for the Golden Eagles and outstanding football player at Memphis 
spent a number of years uh, in the uh, the NFL. He has uh, been with us a couple of times here on the Golden Eagle Hotline. So great to have him back today. And uh, uh, Keon, I'm going to jump right into a couple of questions. Here's one uh, from John over in Pedal. Uh, he says, while it's not uncommon for a coach to change the sides of the football, what has your particular adjustment been, if uh, any, from going from the secondary to coaching the running backs at Southern Miss? Well, it's, it's been really good, um, especially learning from the guys that are over there in the offensive room. I got Matt Kubik and Ryan Stanchek and Reed Stringer. All of those guys have been coaches for a long time, and so I get to be over there and listen to them talk ball, protections, routes, um, and be a fly on the wall and just soak up all that knowledge. And um, it's, it's been great. Um, it's, it's been really really good especially moving forward in my career later on down the line i'm pretty sure i'll be able to use that knowledge you have uh, you inherited a, a a group of guys at running back that really had not played a lot of football not at, at this level anywhere How, what was the challenge or what's been the challenge to to kind of coach those guys a darius mayberry a, yes, a frank gore you know guys like that that really kevin perkins probably the most experienced guy right. out there so what's that been like well the challenge has been the fact that there's only one football on the field. I wish I can give all of those guys the touches that I think they deserve, but like I say, it's only one ball to go around. They all bring something different to the table. Um, they're all really, really good football players and really, really good young men, and um, I just look forward to coming to work with those guys every single day. And when you coach this and watch this uh, young football team took it running back, it's been neat. They're, they're getting better. Frank Gore's getting better. Mm-hmm. D. Baker's getting better. Mm-hmm. Mayberry's getting better. Even Kevin Perkins, who's battled some injuries, he's mm-hmm. back playing well. So, uh, you know, you see those guys getting better, I would think. Oh, yeah, they get better every single day, and what I love about them is in the room, they challenge each other. You know, they compete with themselves, which I was, you know, on the field, it's it's a direct product of everybody getting better. Um, Like you alluded, you know, Frank is getting better. It seems like the more touches he get, the more polished he get, you know, the game is coming slower for for him. And then you got older guys in the room like Darius Mayberry and Kevin Perkins who pretty much helped me coach the room. Um, They do a phenomenal job in in that room and just keeping the chemistry and the camaraderie where it needs to be. And um, I love the fact that, you know, young guys like D. Baker who hasn't had many touches, you know, he he get a chance to dip his spoon in that in that cup of tea, man, and 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 and, and kind of be a sponge as well. And you know, as he get touches, he get better as well. Right, here's an email from Stephen in Oak Grove. How has Frank Gore improved physically over the course of the year? Um, just with the the reps he get, um, I think him being able to see the game is going to help him a whole lot. Um, he's done a good job of taking care of his body. You know, from the North Texas game on until this past weekend, he's got a, a, the lion's share of the carries. And um, he did a good job of, of, of week in and week out taking care of his body, being proactive as far as ice tub and cold tub. And then I think that helps him out physically on the football field. All right, North Alabama this week for the uh, the Golden Eagles. For the running backs uh, perspective, what's the challenge that, that those guys present this weekend? Um, they're going to do a good job of chopping it up on the inside. Um, you know, we like to run that inside zone. We like to pound than um, just us being able to read our keys and be 100% on our keys as far as the reads go is going to put us in a, in a great position to take advantage of them, I believe. Every time we visit with you, we like to talk about uh, your academy yes, that you, you put on. And uh, before we run out of time, I want to give you a chance to kind of uh, promote that a little bit. Uh, that's for kids, I think, 8 to 12, right yeah, in that yeah. uh, age group, right in there somewhere. Uh, and then you do it back at Laurel, your hometown. 
on there. Yes, Talk sir. about that real quick. Yes, sir. The football, the AD 47 Football Leadership Academy is a free one-day skills camp for uh, kids ages 8 to 12 years old. You know, we teach five principles, and we live and by them every single day at, at, as, a, as a Golden Eagle. Character, leadership, discipline, follow-through, and grit. Um, having an outstanding character is not inherited. You know, being disciplined in everything you do, following through with everything you do, having a tremendous amount of grit behind it because that's the gas and, and, and finishing everything you start. And so that's one thing that we harp on, we preach in that law community, and um, I just love the, the the corporate investors that we have that come in and, and go all out, you know, for that cause. And without them, it wouldn't be possible. And um, it, we look forward to it every single year, and I think it's a great investment, not only in that community, but in that young man as well. And last year you got law enforcement involved in it, right? Absolutely. Talk Absolutely. about that real quick. And, and so we did a, a little different, added a new wrinkle. It was called Cops and Cleats. Um, we got the got the cops out of the uniform in the local community, and we got a chance to get them a whistle and get them a football and let them run around with the local young with the young men out there, just to hopefully promote unity that are that are bleed into the communities and um, let the kids get the get a chance to work with the cops outside of the badge and get the cops to work with the kids, you know, outside of the uniform and just to hopefully develop, sustain, developing some stains, some relationships that are that will last a long time. Keem, thanks for the visit. Uh, best of luck this weekend. Let's go get a win on Saturday. Oh, absolutely, John. Thank you. Okay, that's Akeem Davis, the running backs coach for the Golden Eagles, with us here on the Golden Eagle Hotline. We'll come back and ready to wrap it up right after this. This is the Golden Eagle Hotline from Learfield IMG College. There is something for everyone at Canebrake Country Club in Hattiesburg. Canebrake offers an 18-hole private golf course, a 24-hour fitness facility, a junior Olympic-sized swimming pool, and year-round social and dining events sure to please every member of the family, including the new Canebrake restaurant and bar overlooking the 18th green. For more information on membership or hosting your next big event, visit CanebrakeCountryClub.com or call 601-271-20. Our final minute or so today here on the uh, Golden Eagle Hotline. Again, thanks to uh, Coach Tim Billings, also uh, Athletic Director Jeremy McLean, and to running backs Coach Akeem Davis for being on the show with us uh, today as the Eagles are beginning their preparations this evening to get ready for North Alabama on a Saturday at the Rock. That is a, a 2 o'clock ball game. Our broadcast along our network will begin at 1230 12.30 on Saturday with the Golden Eagle Tailgate Show. So hope to have you tuned in. It's also an ESPN3 uh, television broadcast on Saturday. First ever meeting between Southern Miss and uh, North Alabama. The Eagles will be the third team this year that the Golden Eagles have met for the first time this season. South Alabama and Liberty were also teams the Golden Eagles had that never played before uh, this year. Well, that is going to do it from here on the campus of the University of Southern Mississippi. Thank you folks for listening in. Thank you for participating by sending in some email questions and uh, being a part of the program. And we look forward to seeing you at the Rock on Saturday for the Golden Eagles and the uh, ball club from North Alabama. That'll do it for the Golden Eagle Hotline. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next time with another edition of the Golden Eagle Hotline. So long, everybody, from Southern Miss.
Southern Miss Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. You've been listening to Golden Eagle Hotline. Golden Eagle Hotline has been presented by Walk-Ons of Hattiesburg. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Southern Miss Sports Network.